0: Hi, I'm Pastor Dallas Billington, senior pastor here at City Church, and we want to welcome you today to our services. We hope that no matter what you're facing in life, that through the message today, through God's word, he will truly encourage your heart. Well, glad you're with us today. I want you to turn in the book of Matthew, and we're going to look at God's word today on when we understand deception, we can actually save and be a part of saving people's lives. Let's pray. Father, we know we live in a world today that we don't know what to believe in the news. We don't know what to believe when we're in any situation anymore. We pray that you would always direct us when we look to you. Father, we're thankful that we know when we look to you that you never take us down the wrong path. Father, I don't know what's on the hearts of people that are watching today or people that are here today, but I know from all the people that I've talked to this week and the last couple of weeks, there is a lot of <clears throat> hurt in our church family and those that are watching. And Lord, let them know without a doubt that there is always hope. And you, let us see you today through your word, may we leave encouraged in jesus name, amen you know is it, <clears throat> i always I always wondered this where did it start to where there there's uh, when you turn the news on at night it's always bad news it's, it's uh, what how did that come about I, I still don 't Quite get that, you know. When the news started, I don't know years ago, it was on TV. and So forth. it's always bad news. And I, I want to. I always think and pray over everything that we do here. And, and it's like I want to always try to encourage. And, and a few things I want to share with you today, when we look at the world that we're living in, that and we see what's all happening everywhere, is to know that in the in the United States of America, we once again can say, thankfully. Uh, whether or not the world agrees this, we can say that we are once again a pro-life nation. And, and we forget that sometimes of what has gone on. There's been some really good things happening. We see what happened underneath the prior administration, how that our relationships with Israel has grown strong again. Uh, we don't know where that's happened, but we know the embassy was moved back to Jerusalem and all these things. What am I, what am I, what am I getting at with, with this? What I want to share with that today is we always hear, I see and listen to so many preachers on YouTube and different things. It's always, you know, doom and gloom. It's, it's going to happen tomorrow. Everything's going to blow up tomorrow. It's all, you know, everything's, it's over. And in some ways that's true. But we here at City Church know that we want to give people hope. And to know if we can be discerning enough and we can see through the deception of what the devil is trying to do, we can give others hope. What's always our example? Our example that we always look to is God's word. And Jesus gives us as the greatest example. So I want, to look, I want you to turn to Matthew, Matthew chapter 4, Matthew chapter 4 in uh, we're going to look at I think it's first eight. Oh, I know what I want to share with you. Sometimes we never hear a follow up. And uh, remember, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about that crazy cartoon that was going to go on air on I think I forget which network it was going to be on. But it was how that that the devil had intimate relationships with a woman and birthed the antichrist, and there was going to be a cartoon about this. A series, a whole cartoon, all the time that they were going to have, and they were going to push in this fall, and all about, and, and it was actually the person was actually going to be called the Antichrist in the cartoon, and they're going to, all the kids going to be out all nationally where it was going to be. Out. Thankfully, again, you're not going to hear this on the news, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but thankfully there was so much backlash they had, they got rid of it. So what I'm sharing is that hey, we're in this battle. And if we look to the Lord, we're winning. Now, that's the same with your personal life. Know that if we use Jesus as an example, we always are going to win, no matter what it looks like. Jesus was confronted by the devil. And he confronted him three different times at the same place, but he took him different places about about who he was, what he could do. And he questioned him. And now he gets to the place, he asks him another question and they get to the place to where the devil's going back and forth with Jesus when Christ is beginning his ministry. And he starts to talk to him about, hey, I'll give you everything. The devil now tells Jesus, I'll give you everything if you worship me. Well, let's pick it up. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 8 through 11. Again, the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. I was reading a commentary one time, a theologian, I really believe that's right on track. And, and he said, not only did he believe that, that the devil was showing him all the kingdoms then, but all the, all the great things of the world, everything that you could look out in, in, the, in the years to come, like even what we have in the United States now, what, all the great buildings and all the things that you see in Dubai, all over the world, But the devil showed him at that point that what he would have if he worshipped him in this world. The Bible tells us, and the devil took him up on an exceedingly high mountain, showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their glory, and said to him, all these things I will give you, meaning Jesus, and the devil is saying this, if you will fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Away with you, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. And then the devil left him, and behold, the angels came and ministered to him. Do you know that I, I want you to encourage you when you're, in a, when you're in a heated battle spiritually, all of us go through it. If, if you could go with me the last two weeks and be a part of the place I had to go and the phone calls that I received of all the different things that are happening to people within our own church, family, and others. It is an unbelievable warfare that's taken place. But I want to encourage you to know that as we look to God's word, that when, when, if you can hold on, right there God tells us in the that verse that, that the Lord's angels came and ministered to him. Well, what is that for us? If you don't give up, no matter what the devil's telling you. See, he will deceitfully tell you things to make you give up. So he'll throw some truth in. Didn't he just tell Jesus about the Old Testament? He was throwing scriptures at him. That's exactly what the devil does to us. He'll throw some truth in and then whack us with a lie. That's that deception. And to know that if we just look to God's word, God is always going to point you in the right direction. And no matter how tired you are going through it, know that God's angels and your spirit that you have, you're going you're to have favor just as that in verse 11. God is going to minister to you in a great way, not only through it, but is going to bless you on the other side. Of it. Many times we forget that. What do we say to ourselves? We know ourselves better than anybody, right? And we don't deserve what God Gives us, and we're going to look at that in just a minute. But I I just want to—is this is an introduction? I just want you to know that in these last days that we're living in, the deception is unbelievable that is that's taken place. So where is it taking place, morning? Well, we know in the church and the definition of what God says about many things. She so said, what are you getting at, Dallas? I, I felt that I just needed to share this with you because we're living in a time that everything is so blurred. So I just want to share this with you if you're watching or are here today or so many hundreds of people at Watchline, that, that we believe what God said at the very beginning of the Bible. And what he said is, there is a, there, that he created man and woman. A man and a woman, and and not this pronoun and that pronoun and this and that. So, it, isn't it unbelievable what we're seeing today? That you pick up at an, I don't know if I share this or not. It was so taken back by it, all the things that I hear. So, someone that was in business was was sitting next to somebody uh, in an airport, and uh, they were kind of looking at them for getting ready to load the plane. They kept hearing these noises and. And the person looks to, to the one next to them getting ready to board, and, and they turn to the person and says, uh, uh, are, are you purring? Are you, are you purring? You know, like a, like a cat? And she goes, oh, yes, I, I define myself as a cat. I'm a cat. Well, he should have said, well, there's no animals allowed on board. But notice he didn't say she didn't say she was a dog. I haven't heard that yet. I've heard a lot of cat stories with no dog stories. <laughs> just thought I'd throw that in. But anyway, isn't it unbelievable what we're living in? The devil is so deceived, the world, that you can live any way you want to. We've gotten so away from the Bible. And what our fellowship in church is about is we're always going to stand on this truth No matter how what you hear through the week and no matter how much that deception the devil tries to throw through what world that you have to live in, I want you to know that God's word is real and it is true. And if we are willing to worship the Lord in our life, what happens? Well, let's continue on. Let's see what's going to happen. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, look at verses 1 through 4. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 1 through 4. Therefore, since we have this ministry as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. It's amazing as a believer, we take for granted. You you have purpose in life. You know, you have purpose. I, I don't care what you do for a living. Drive a truck, work in a hospital, teacher, police. You you have purpose that the Lord gives you purpose right where you are every day. And the world doesn't have that. That's why it's such a mess. Constantly searching for what will make them happy. You know, I I cannot believe that that, uh, we're living in a time that that we're letting, and we see, well, let me, I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Let Let me finish here. It says, but we have renounced the hidden things of shame, not walking in craftiness or handling the word of God deceitfully. There's that word again, deceit, deceitfully. But by manifestation of the truth, committing ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing whose mind the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen if we don't continue to do and tell the truth to people today because of the seat that we're having. We're letting our young people and, and kids raise themselves. You say, what do you mean, Dallas? Why in the world, would if a, if a child, and again, when someone becomes 18, I, I might not agree with it. You might not agree with it. But whatever they're going to do, they're going to do. Now, hopefully we've trained them enough or you having God's word they're going to know what's right and wrong. Okay? But, how in the world can a child come to a mom or dad and say they want to be a boy or a girl now? I don't get that. Aren't we still the parent? Uh, there's a country music artist and his wife is taking a lot of slack right now because all she talked about, and this is all she said, she was glad her mom and dad, when she was going through her tomboy phase, didn't want to decide to give her puberty blockers. That's all she said. And she's glad that they raised her and let her get through the stage she was at and, and so forth. And now they're trying to cancel his concerts because of that. See, if we don't, if we don't stand up for and, and, and have this ministry that God's given us in every area of our life, we're, I'm not going to be... We, we have already lost in many ways the First Amendment. I shared with you before, I'm so careful what I say here because I don't want to be thrown off YouTube because I still want to be able to minister to people and still get the truth of the gospel across in the way that people know that there is a conviction and there is right and wrong. There is no right and wrong in our society today. And what you and I have to do is to know and to remind people in a loving way through what we have to know that, let me get back to what I was saying again. How can we have a child today go to the parent when, if your child was nine years old and they came to you and said, uh, hey, mom or dad, I, I decided that, you know, I, I, I want, I'm nine and I want to start driving uh, the car now. I'm going to take the car over to, over to Billy's house, you know. Oh, okay, okay, here's the keys. What? That, that's how bizarre that is is what I'm saying is that we're, that, we're, that we're living in and all I'm sharing is that we can speak the truth in love the misconception today is that we're so afraid that we're going to quote quote offend somebody in all actuality you know who has many times and I, I don't know all the sticks I know some of them that some of the highest suicide rate is it's in transgender people Why is that? Nobody's telling them the truth. In love. But this is where we're at. I'm just here to share with you as we look at God's word today is to know that we have a ministry. And our ministry is in love is to speak the truth. Do you know in one of the area high schools, it's it's pretty new. This is right in our area. I was just told this this week. Pretty new high school, and in the high school now, there's 15 restrooms. Again, the high school's not that old. Do you know there's only can use one of those restrooms now because 14 of them have been destroyed by the students. You don't hear this on the news. I was talking to another, someone else in, in one of the area junior highs that you're not hearing about every week. You'd be surprised where it's at too. And I'm not gonna I'm gonna keep that. Under wraps here, but where that junior high is, that every week, every week that they're having a lockdown. They have to have a lockdown every week because some type of violence is a threat to all those kids in the school. Did you see Friday night out of one of the high schools at a football game in Phoenix? There was a shooting. And all the kids and all the, all the football players, everybody had to run for cover inside the school. It was crazy. What is happening? What is happening is people are blinded today by the God of this world, and he's telling them, hey, you do whatever you want to do, and it'll all work out. This is what we're living in. I'm here to share with you today what the Bible says and what we're looking at that back in verse, verse 1 of, of chapter 4 again. We have received mercy. Therefore, since we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we do not lose heart. This is what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at with you and me is amazing what the Lord has done for you and for me, how patient he is, how he loves us, how good he is to us. No matter, we know better than anybody else. We know ourselves better than anybody else that we don't deserve what Jesus has given us. Now, when we understand that mercy more, God tells us that we can turn it into a ministry because we realize what Jesus has done for us and we can give people hope in this world that we live in. I, I just can't believe. I was talking to somebody this week I, at, at a certain banquet, and they were saying, Dallas, how fast is this going? How bad it's gotten in the last five years? How bad is it going to be in the next five years? I don't know. But I know you and I have hope with your family and our family is if we are willing to teach them This truth. That you will guide them in such a way, no matter what is going on around them, you're going to have an amazing life. You say, well, now it doesn't feel like it right now. Well, I'm here to share with you. Just hold on. Because God always blesses his word. When you follow his path, he directs you in such a way. No matter how the devil is deceiving the world today, I'm here to share with you follow the truth because he's saying right what I just read this world right now according to verse 4 is blinded they're blind they cannot see and we have the opportunity is what God says you don't have to go up and you know whenever I talk like I'm talking today you think oh you got to go up and start you know the way I was growing up you know you're not sharing a gospel right unless you're out beating on doors telling people they're dying going to hell you know That's what you got to do. That's the way you win people to Christ. I'm not saying it, but here what I am sharing with you, the Bible says always be ready to give an answer for the hope that's within you. I was reading in the Old Testament this week, a couple things and we'll close. And uh, there's this verse that's quoted a lot. In the book of Zechariah, and it talks about small beginnings, and and that's quoted a lot. In other words, no matter how small those beginnings are, God can do a great thing in your life. No matter where you're at, no matter how bad things have gotten, but they forget part of that quote in the Bible. It says, "Don't despise the day, the day of small beginnings." what I'm sharing with you today, or if you're watching, start somewhere. Start. Maybe this is the day that you decide, no matter what takes place, no matter what's going on at work, no matter what is, you know, I talk about, I cannot believe all the people that might lose their job or not lose their job, or if, if they're not a saying certain things about those protons that I was talking about. Are you a he or she or how do you label yourself and all these things and if you don't, you're going to get fired? I mean, this is the world we're living in today. What I'm saying is, know in your life that today can be the day that you decide, you know Lord, Lord no matter what is taking place, I'm going to follow you in such a way that I know that, that, that you're going to bless. Today's the day. Do not Despise, no matter how bad it looks, small beginnings. No matter where you're at, you might not have anything. How can the Lord use me? Small. The day, it's today. God wants us to start some way, somehow. And the way it happens is you depend on him. Lord, I can't figure it out. I don't know how it's going to work out. But I'm going to trust you today that you're going to start to do something in my life, in this world that we live in, that I can reach those around me for Jesus Christ. Because people today, people today are so searching. Is it, isn't that such a truth? And that's why I'm talking about what I did a few minutes ago, to see people are trying every everything that they can to have and to have fulfillment and to have hope. It's not working in our world. It's not working. We have the truth. Every time I bring a message like this, I am reminded of a friend of mine. And I'll close with this why it's so important that you and I are willing to let your light shine with the people around you. We take for granted what we have. You know, we can go to bed at night, no matter what we see in the news, no matter what happening. Like, you can go to bed tonight with with, with peace. Do you know how many times that I hear people that have everything in Hollywood, everything, everything imaginable? No, you know, and they'll say something on what's bothering everybody. Kind of laughs in a, in the world w- which we live in, because it's so petty. But here's the one thing they say that they, they have everything. You think of the fame, the fortune, all these different things. That's what they say. They go to bed, and they're they're so anxious. They don't have any peace. They got to deal with their demons. I'm just quoting what they say. That's what happens when the devil says, Lucifer, which he comes to people today in that false light, he comes and goes to people as a false light. He comes in that angel of deception and confusion. Hey, we do just whatever we want to do, and, man, it's all going to be great. They have it all. Can't we learn from them and know that they go to bed at night and they don't have the peace that we do? Why do I speak with this conviction? Why do I do every time I bring a message like that, I'm reminded of a friend that I went to high school with? And I'll close with this. that we have a ministry to touch those people around us? Because if we don't, we don't know who will. And it is amazing how many people that you know at work or in your immediate or outside family are hurting. They need help. And we can have that ministry because we have the truth. A guy I knew at the high school, and I used to go when I was involved in sports and it. it they don't have it anymore but they had the boys home uh, up on sanitarium road near the high school and I would pick different guys up who were involved in sports and, and take them home after practice and stuff and, and I just remember all those boys there they they don't have a family I, that was always hard for me to relate with I was going home with my mom and dad, a secure place, and they don't have a family. I thought, how did, and you know, if you didn't know this when they still had it, you know the day, whether you graduated or high school, or the day that you turned 18, you're just out on the street. That's it. The day you turn 18 or, or you graduate from high school, pack your bags, you're done. You're on the street. 18-year-old kid. No family, no help. That's it. Well, buddy of mine, <clears throat> that's what happened. And uh, knowing somewhat on and off through school, and a couple of years had gone by, and uh, it was probably 2 in the morning, and my dad came into my bedroom, and he said, Hey, Dow, he said, uh, there's so and is on the phone for you. And I'll just say, it. let's just use it, the name Bob. And he said, there's a guy on the, name, on the phone named Bob. Do you know? I said, yeah, yeah. And he told me his whole name. I said, yeah, I'll, I'll talk to him. So I went and talked to him. He, and he said, uh, he said, now she said, I, I, I know we haven't talked for a little while. He said, I didn't know who else to call. He said, could you come pick me up? Where he was at. He was late. At that time, we're, I think, 19. I picked him up. And uh, I was doing some crazy stuff at the time and didn't think anything about it. And I dropped him off wherever I dropped him off. I don't even remember. <sighs> A year later, one of my other buddies says, hey, now did you hear what happened to Bob? I said, no. He said he committed suicide. I said, what? You know what I thought of? I thought of the night I took him home, wherever home was, Because he grew up at the boys' home. I took him home, dropped him off, and I did not share the gospel with him. That was over 40 years ago, and I still live with that. So I'm here to share with you as I close this message today that we have a ministry, and we have a ministry not of deception, but of truth, of mercy. And hope. And you don't know the people around you that are watching you. Everything that you do in the Bible says, always be ready to give an answer for the hope that is within you. And I hope as our church continues to grow and go forward, that we will see more and more people come into God's kingdom as bad as things are going in our world because we have the truth and we can give people hope and they can lay their head on a pillow at night and have peace just the same as you do and I do. No matter what we're going through, God says when you go to bed and you wake up in the morning, his mercies are new every day. We wake up knowing that Jesus is in control. He's got a plan and a purpose for our life. And what he's given us is just to turn around in this dark world that we live in and shine the light of love with those people that are so hurting. And when we do... Jesus will write their names down in the Lamb's book of life in heaven. And that's what it's all about. God tells us the angels rejoice over one person except Christ. And we have that purpose and motivation to take the mercy that God has given us into a hurting world And to tell people the truth in love. And watch Jesus change their life. Let's pray. Our heads are bowed today and those that are watching. I I, I always say this because we have so many people watching. I, I want you to know that God has a plan for your life. God has a plan. And you might not have anybody that loves you. You might be going through a divorce. You might be going through, I don't know what. But with Jesus, there's always hope. So as you're watching today and you're listening today, I want you to know, because of God's mercy through his son, Jesus Christ, on the cross of Calvary, All you have to do is take a step of faith. You say, Dallas, you don't know what I've done. Yeah, you don't know what I did either. But Jesus' mercy was so patient and so loving. Same as he's done for me and thousands and thousands of other people. He's done for them. He's no respecter of person. He'll do the same for you. You say, what do I have to do, Dallas? All you have to do is believe who Jesus is and that he is God's son and he came, lived a perfect life and shed his perfect blood on the cross of Calvary for all of our sins. Jesus tells us in his word for whosoever, anybody shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So you can pray with me as I pray now. And Jesus can give you a place in heaven and purpose and meaning for life. All you have to do is say, Jesus, I call upon you right now. I don't understand all this. I know I'm a sinner. And I need you to be my Lord and Savior. I believe you died on the cross for all of my sins. And Jesus, forgive me for for my sins, all of them. Jesus, forgive me. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. Jesus, as I close this time, if there's someone right here, right now, may a friend bring a friend or a family member. As we, Ben us in this invitation and song, Lord, we ask that some will come forward and know that you are the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through you. And what's happening right now, you are speaking to them through the power of the Spirit. Lord, if there's someone here today, just as we had a couple weeks ago, if there's someone here, may they come forward and I can pray with them and they can find heaven as their home. In Jesus' name. I hope Jesus, through the power of the Holy Spirit, has spoke to you today through his word. You know, no matter what you go through, no matter what you face in life, I want you to know that through the one, Jesus Christ, through his death on the cross of Calvary, he shed his perfect blood for you and for me. And if you pray right now and ask Jesus into your heart, the message that you heard today, why God is speaking to you, I want you to know that you can have hope. And all you have to do is pray with me right now. Don't try and figure it out. The Lord says, by faith, by faith, We accept Jesus as our savior and you'll have hope for eternity. You say, Dallas, will you help me? What do I have to do? Well, let me share with you a verse. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If you're willing to believe that God sent his son to die on the cross for you, Just pray this prayer with me right now. And you can have heaven as your home. Jesus will forgive you for anything you've done in this life. And you can have hope from this day forward. Pray this prayer, dear Jesus, forgive me a sinner. I believe that you're God's son and you came and lived a perfect life and you died on the cross And you shed your perfect blood for all of my sin. And right now, Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart to forgive me for all of my sins and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And from this day forward, help me to live by your resurrection power. In Jesus' name. If you've prayed that prayer,